Talk with Rookie's family, the podcast where a wonderfully happy family gets along each and every day for our podcast, and everybody's smiling and having fun. Ha ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> Let's just put up a farce. It's okay. No, it's not that bad. Uh, everybody is present except Mr. Uh, Matthews out in Boston, working hard and uh, playing hard too, I guess. Uh, table yep. talk with Rookie's family. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, however you're listening to us. I love the fact that you have found us, and hopefully you'll be able to tell others about us as well. Hi, everybody. Hey. Hi. Good morning. Hello. Hi. Hi. Okay. What's going on this uh, this podcast, this episode? Silence. Well, I have some proud mom and dad news. Both of our college graduates are gainfully employed as of Friday. And yes, I did cry when I found out the news. So that McLa- I'll let McLaren share. Okay, so Friday I went in for an interview, and this is was my second interview this week, and I kind of was just getting stressed out about the job hunt and how... School starts very shortly, a little less than a, no, about a month, and I still had no job. Um, So I went in for this interview. I was kind of nervous about it just because I, who knows what to expect. I did the interview. It went great. I felt really good about it after. And I get home, you know, do the, oh, yeah, it felt good. Let's hope I get the job. That afternoon, I got a phone call. We were all sitting in the living room talking. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's the principal that I had the interview with. And so I stepped out to the other room, and um, right away he goes, can I make your weekend? And I go running out to the other room, and I'm like, yes, trying to signal to them I got the job. And Mom's sitting there already crying, and she's whispering to me, who is it? Which one? Who is it? Because, like I said, I had another interview, and she's like, which one? And I'm trying to talk to the principal, and like, yes, I accept. I want the job. And Mom's just sitting there like, which one? Which one? So it was exciting, and I'm excited for everything that's to come. So I don't think he said what the job was. Oh, yeah. It's a first-grade position um, at Benjamin E. Mays in St. Paul. Um, so I'm really excited. Congratulations. Thank we are you. Really. Yeah, you know, you kind of shed a little bit. It was dusty in the room when you came back in for me. <laughs> I wasn't crying, of course. I'm very hard-nosed and... Uh, but that was, you are uh, to be congratulated because you did work hard. And even though I thought you were going to be a nurse, I think you made the right decision to <laughs> become a teacher. Don't open that can of worms. But uh, we're really proud that you have made it. And I cannot wait. I wish I could be a little mouse each and every day in that classroom. Um, because those kids are going to love you. Uh-huh. They're going to love you. I'm so glad no one is in the classroom with me. <laughs> I might be. Yeah. I already, we were already joking. Um, I'm not even going to have to do anything to set up my classroom. Mom's going to be like, so let me tell you how your classroom is going to be decorated. Um, well, I can see that for sure right away. Well, it's going to be pretty hard because Matthew will be moving into his 
actual apartment in Boston, yeah. and McLaren will have a classroom, so I'm going to have to be like decorating an apartment in another state, <laughs> decorating a classroom. Dear I mean, God. it's like your dream come true. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's well, it's going to be busy, but. Both of you guys have worked hard, and, and now we're happy that you're going to be employed and, and working toward goals, and you're growing up. That's the part that I, that's the love-hate. You're growing oh, up, scary. and you don't need us as much. I mean, Matthew's just basically bailed on us and checks in every once in a while. <laughs> you, uh, you're up? busier than a one-armed paper hanger with school, and uh, it's just a, it's a fun time. Still got a good amount of time with me. We do, thank God. And I think we're going to need... Here, I, I was just going to say, ahead. and we need it. You have some shaping to do. Ooh, that's I, like, I like to teach McLaren what it's like to be teaching a first grader. <laughs> Except here's it. the difference is I can push you around, but I can't push students but around. you can't push me around. Oh, okay. Yeah. When When's the last time that you've like actually pushed me? Oh, uh, 7.30 this morning? Yeah. No, I mean, uh-uh. She has night. not touched me today or yesterday. Okay. Well, I think you guys are at a point in your life where you're just nonstop on each other, and it just absolutely drives you crazy. All it right. We're, it's all part of family life, though. I have a little article about uh, a millennial in the workplace kind of going along since McLaren does fall into the tail end of millennial. Yes. Um, so anyway, hopefully McLaren has been taught better than this oh child God. was. Are we saying, okay, millennials um, are... The title of this is Millennial Writer Cries at Work, puts her mother on speakerphone after the editor corrects her spelling. Ooh. So, um, she's a writer? Yeah, she's a, she's a writer. And it says, how does a boss manage a worker who believes... Their feelings trump reality right down to the way she feels about her misspelled words. So the writer of this article, she happened to overhear uh, what transpired between the editor and this young writer. And she says that the young writer is probably in her late 20s. And in the office, it's uh, an open office, so she was going over edits with her editor and they were arguing over the word hamster, H-A-M-S-T-E-R, according to the editor. Mm-hmm. The girl, however, disagrees, and she spells hamster, H-A-M-P-S-T-E-R. Like a hamster. It's hamster. Right, right. What? And the, the, her boss is trying to explain to her that it's not actually how the word is spelled, and maybe we could access dictionary.com so I could show you. And the girl got very upset by this. Which is what I just did right now. <laughs> Went to dictionary.com. Right, right. She was offended that uh, the woman would suggest that she would have to do this. So the boss remained very calm, and she said, let's forget about this, and let's go over the other edits hmm. in your article, which that upset her even more. Wow. But she remained, the boss remained cool and calm and hoped it would run off, rub off on the young woman, which, of course, it didn't, and eventually the boss got up and left the table and went to her office, and the young girl got up, went to a table in the community space, slammed all her stuff down, and proceeded to start texting someone. The someone was her mother, and the mother, of course, called her, in which the girl puts her on speakerphone. Oh, boy. So the entire office can now hear what's going on. 
and the mother tells her that the boss is an idiot, and mm-hmm. she doesn't have to listen to her, and she should go to the boss's boss and file a complaint about not allowing creativity in her writing. Oh, uh, what? This reminds me of someone in the family. Yes, I know. And the young woman says, I thought what I wrote was perfect, and she just made all these changes, and they had the nerve to tell me I was spelling words wrong when I know they are right because that's how I have always spelled them. Misspelled words are creative. Sophia. I don't know. Oh wait, I wasn't even thinking about me. <laughs> oh. That that key aspect does. I like. I don't like using the letter Y. I like using I E. This just makes you sound stupid. After, no. no, after you've been preaching to us the weekend, how you want to sound more professional? No, you don't know. I like to spell it like that because when you are writing on loose leaf, it all lines up versus the Y has a little tail that hangs down and it drives me insane. So then how do you use a G? But this woman sounds like McLaren calling mom and complaining about and being like, I want to talk to the boss's boss. I wouldn't do that to the boss, though, and put mom on speaker. I'll call and complain to mom, but I wouldn't do that in front of someone. She would lash out in the whole lobby and freak out. I don't know about that. Yeah, like, clearly, you don't know me in a work space. She is the queen of lashing out at little things or when she's <laughs> yeah, corrected. Yeah, you are. More importantly, this gal that wrote this, how many times in her life has she written about a hamster? That's the way I've done it all my life. Yeah. Well, I'm that like, is true. Awesome. Well, it goes on to say that this is the generation participation trophy. Yeah. So they were always told that everything they did was great. Nothing is wrong, and mm. it says the saddest part of this tale is that no one ever loved this young woman enough to provide her with the guidance and discipline everyone needs to cope in the actual real world. Why did the mom tell her that that's not how you spell it? Because she was just doing exactly mom, what mom just said. Yeah. You know what? She clearly did not attend visitation and go through their English program to know <laughs> anything about being ripped apart for your writing. Well, that's the whole thing is that when you... Uh, coddle that child and don't ever say no or make him feel oh you're the greatest and that kid is going to end up like that that child is going to end up like that and then entering the workforce you know this is a kid that probably took tests that said how do you feel not a b c or Mm -hmm. d and this i think this doesn't reflect all millennials but it reflects quite a large amount and the author goes on to say like i hope this is unique to a creative liberal arts degree as opposed to like say if you became a doctor or something like that yeah, right. if it felt right for you that's what you, how you should treat your patients remove the spleen <laughs> well I've always done it this way yeah. it doesn't matter what the real way is supposed to do right I get told no about a thousand times a day right but you keep as, asking as the same be, question as it should be <laughs> the same question what's that question dad uh, are we going to get a dog no Yes. We can't talk about that. Not yet. Yes. That has been a a source of debate, and you unfairly accused me of not wanting a dog. I love dogs. Don't even get us started, Dad. I love dogs, but I just don't want one right now. Yeah, you do, though. I just don't want one right now. We found the cutest dog, just a little update, and it just... Everyone was on board except one person in the family. We're not getting one. And it's actually, only the people, people that matter no. that are here in this. I'm saying this. Yeah, you don't and I don't want a dog right now. Listen, mom, you yeah, told okay. us that we could get Listen, that dog, no, and uh, Dad said yeah, no. Let, so let me speak. Yesterday we started our day. Sorry to tell you this, Matthew. Maybe you don't know what we did yesterday. 
But we missed you and Haley because we did our traditional float down the Cannon River. Sweet. Yeah, so we did that, and um, we pull up in front of our house after we had been (laughs) gone all day, and we got a text from uh, my sister inviting us to go to her club and swim. So we hopped right back in the car and went and did that, had dinner, came home about 8 o'clock last night, and I said, you guys, if we had a dog, this we could not have done this. Right. Nope. But we could have. We couldn't have. Yes, we could have. You can't, you nope. can't leave you a dog alone home. that long. I would have gladly stayed home from the pool to stay home with the little nugget that showed up. See dogs ripping the family apart. If it was a puppy, apart. we couldn't have done the river either, just so you the know. The puppy isn't ready yet because he's still a little puppy, so we have some time. Maybe we should put a poll on Instagram and see if people... Will let us get the dog or not? Yes. I did no. that. People no, wanted us to have the dog podcast. on the family podcast page. How is this even a topic? This was right. nowhere in our outline. There were three people that didn't want us because to have the dog need on my help. Instagram. Thing. I was one of them. Mom, Matthew, and Haley. Mom, Matthew and Haley aren't here. The They're Mom is good. playing, playing like, oh my gosh, I don't want the dog. She does do that. I don't want but a massive amount of listeners no. to determine whether we get a dog. I do. Here's the funny thing. When I, when me and McLaren like emailed the breeders, Mom's like, okay, we need to, we need to think this through, and she gets into like planning mode for I getting d- the dog. That's not true. But and before that, she's like, I'm never getting a dog in a week. She goes, yeah, make sure that we can go down and pick them up. We don't want to fly the dog back. So just tell the breeder we can meet them at the airport or we can meet them anywhere. So you did clearly, say that. Hmm. clearly you want it and you're just <laughs> denying. No, she does. We too. want a dog. We just don't want the dog now. We'll post a picture right. of the puppy that we yep. are looking at. Vote on our poll. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Dad. All right, let's do this because this is, uh, since we're talking about, we're doing some fast talking here. Um, this story is pretty incredible, and it's fun, and it's probably something they're going to make a movie out of. Just but, say it. Uh, Nathan Peterson and his brother Christian, they were just chilling at Coors Field during a Colorado Rockies game a few weeks ago when Nathan decided to try his hand at the speed pitch challenge, where they, you know, you throw a baseball and they got the clock on you right. and they time out. Well, the right-hander hit a nice 96-mile-per-hour toss. Wow. Which caught the eye of um, some of the Major League Baseball teams. Is uh, Turns out his hand was worthy of an MLB contract. The Oakland A's signed the 23-year-old to a minor league contract on Thursday. Um, and so let me just uh, let me scroll ahead here. They found that he hit 96 on the radar gun in line with some of the Major League's fastest pitchers last August. Uh, he's now with the AAA affiliate. He told MLB.com the number surprised him since he had not thrown for a few years before that. He played high school baseball but didn't really have a good arm then, he said. It inspired him to work toward the dream of pitching, but in December he was hit by a car and had surgery on his left wrist. It didn't stop him from returning to the sport, and he trained with former A's pitcher Jared Parker in Nashville. In January, he shared a video on Twitter two weeks before the cast was due to come off showing his progress. Um, what a story. I don't know what his future is right now. He's still you know, rehabbing, but how about that? He didn't throw forever, picks up the ball, tosses 96 miles an hour, then has that unfortunate incident. I don't know if he's still getting paid from the AAA contract, if that's guaranteed money or not, but 
just one of those stories where up and down, up and down, and probably Hollywood's waiting for the movie rights on that one. <laughs> I um, I thought about using that story as one of my stories today. Did you? Yeah, because Barfield posted that. It, yes, I saw the story the other day. I saw the video and whatnot, uh, and I will say he he did hit sort of running starts to get to hit 96. Like oh, from a did. standstill, I don't think he'd be able to hit that hit that number. But uh, I also was honestly I was a little skeptical if this was like a a PR thing. A, a like, juiced up gun? No, no, like uh. That the A's. They said, hey, hey, like we're gonna sign you or whatever, but let's like get some publicity. Come into the, hey, we found this random kid that can throw hard. Where they, I don't know if they like already knew about him and they said just come and throw in this. Uh, radar gun for fun. I, I don't know. I, the whole thing was like, I was a little skeptical of it, honestly. I could kind of see that because, well, maybe someone videotaped it and put it online, but also, like, how did that catch the eye of, like, a baseball team? Because if he's throwing 96 for fun, they'd be like, oh, we can work with this guy. Yeah, I know, but, like, how did they find out about it? They all have yeah. social media. But Either also- way, like, cool story, but I don't know. Well, you're making me very skeptical now that I just thought it was an innocent story. And now with all this intricate uh, plays, I think maybe maybe it could be a, just a, a big PR stunt. But regardless, uh, I yeah. guess it's happy. So cool. Right. Yeah, still cool. All, all right. right. Well, good luck to him in his future. I have some random things that have been sold on eBay that I thought were kind of interesting. I oh. have five of them. Okay, the first one is a right to name a baby. Oh my God! Seriously? What? Yep, that sold for six thousand eight hundred dollars. What was the name? Murgatroyd. Ah, uh, they didn't say the name. What? But Murgatroyd. a woman had started, yeah, an auction. Her name was like Lavoni Drummond. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. So she I mean, got the nice. money. The mother got the money. Mm-hmm. And, and then someone else got to name, name her baby. Yep. Would you? Um, Why would you pay six grand for that? Would you mess with them though, or would you pick out a name or like? Murgatroyd. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Box. Right. The, when they named that Coast Guard ship, uh, they did the, they outsourced it, and they want the winning name was the Bodie McBoatface. Bodie McBoatface. They let the public decide the name for like this new giant Coast Guard ship, <laughs> and the winning name was Bodie McBoatface. Really and so they, they ended up having, they, they said, no, we're not naming it that. And so they named, they they had like a smaller like submarine vessel on it that they ended up naming it, Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> but it okay. backfired on them. But I guess there's probably no legal obligation to actually go ahead and name no. your child that name. You can switch it. Yeah. Well, and if you paid the six grand... Uh, right. How long does it? Does it six months, six years, or do they have to check in every year and say, "Yep, it's still the name." So uh, we were offered uh, five hundred dollars for naming rights to our eldest child. Yes. For a, it was a normal name too. What it was wasn't name? McLaren. Mary. Mary. Change her right. name to Mary for five hundred dollars. Then I could have been like the rest of the family and have normal names. I love yeah. your name. Yeah, you have a good name. Mary, yes. Where's Mary? Mercedes. To Mary. Yeah, you. All right, number two, a human liver. That bid That's was $5.7 million before being shut down. Oh, yes, yeah. that is illegal. That, yeah, that's a health concern. Yep. Livers don't go for that much. You couldn't get more than 100000 for a liver. It says $5.7 million. The thing is, if you donate, you can. a liver regenerates itself. 
So, uh, like, if someone needed, say, Gabe needed a liver and Dad was a match, well, then, <laughs> let's take someone out. Yeah, let's take some, <laughs> Dad may not have much liver then. Let's take someone like Sophia. <laughs> yeah. They could take a little piece of Sophia's liver and put it in Gabe, oh, and weird. that regenerates. I don't know if I will. Actually, I'd probably take Sophia's liver. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm willing to give you the healthiest of the family. I don't think you have much to do here. down here. That's probably pretty good. Okay, number three, Justin Timberlake's <laughs> half-eaten French toast. No. The toast was sold for $1,025 in 2000. It's just going to mold. When the yeah, singer, what are you going to do with it? So he left it behind at a New York radio station. And then So they used it as a ploy. Yeah, a, and a DJ a came in and saw that it was his toast. Whose was it? Justin Timberlake. This was in the 2000s, so he was pretty popular. Oh my God, that's mm-hmm. hilarious. So these are other than the liver one. These are legitimate items that have been sold on eBay. The yes. other one you said was shut down, but okay. Yep. Uh, next one, a grilled cheese sandwich with the face of the Virgin Mary. I, I have I've seen, seen that, that one. I've seen that one. Yep, that was sold for twenty-eight thousand in two thousand four. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> a Dorito shaped like the Pope's hat. Seen that one. That was yes. sold for shaped like the Pope's hat. I that's mean, nothing. That's just it's a, pretty much like a triangle. That was sold for one thousand two hundred and nine in two thousand five. Hey Matthew, by well, the way, last night we watched uh, Angels and Demons. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, love that. that. That was a pretty good show. I, I was really, I was really nervous after coming back from uh, the Da Vinci Code, which I really liked. I thought, how are they going to duplicate this and its force? But it's, it was pretty flowing, and I enjoyed it. Those are probably yeah, one of my favorite like series or whatever. Yeah, the Dan is it Dan Brown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was good. Sorry, continue, Fee. Okay, last one. It's kind of gross. Britney Spears bubble gum. Um, that sold for fourteen thousand dollars. Why? The fact that somebody has fourteen thousand dollars to buy chewed bubble gum is just disgusting. It was sold uh, to a millennial that can't spell hamster. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Or bubble gum. Yes. Yes. I can't believe that people buy that stuff. I know, right? All right. Well, excuse me. Mine. Is probably the most interesting out of all of these. A mm. water park in China has something called a, uh, or it had a malfunction on its wave making machine. Oh yeah. And oh. it created a tsunami wave that injured 44 people. I did see. I that. saw that on the news. Oh, I saw that too. Uh, it's unconfirmed. People thought that recorded the video thought that the operator was drunk and turned it up to maximum level for fun. But the water park said that it was an electrical malfunction. That Seriously? I did see that. I didn't hear that part of the story. Yeah, no. I heard that they they thought the operator was drunk and then that he wasn't paying attention to what was actually going on and something got bumped. Why is a, there a tsunami wave feature? Yeah, why is why it? Why That's what I was thinking is why did they have it go so high where it can... Like injure and like people. kill people. I never even realized there would be an operator for that. I always I didn't thought know it was just either. computer run yeah. and the same thing happened over until it was time to recycle. Yeah. Right. Okay. And there wouldn't be um, one through ten where you're, you're always on three. Why would you ever push it up oh, to ten and have yeah. this tsunami? Yeah, but you, you, when, you watch, when you watch the video, the wave is like over the sides of the pool and the people that are watching from the sidelines are just getting pelted with the... With the water, 
And the water goes all the way back. It's terrible. I, yeah, 44 I saw people this. were injured uh, in the... Uh, and, you know, actually, I've seen other wave pools. This was in China, right? Yes. I've seen other wave pools in China where literally you cannot move. They are so crowded. Oh, cool. oh yeah. Um, this one, I mean, it was crowded, yes, but not in comparison to some others that I have seen. Well, when you watch it, you're just thinking people were just tossed about. Oh, it's so scary. Yeah, yeah it's very freaky. And whoever was doing that handheld, we were watching some video on... They just bailed on it. They said, okay, I'm out of here, and just started running. Well, speaking of waves, there was another rogue wave, and I'm not going to be able to tell you where. I saw it on the news this week where it hit a beach. Yeah. And just the wave just washed over the entire beach, and umbrellas and chairs and people and everything else just went flying. You know, I was actually doing some research on rogue waves the other day because I watched Mm. the movie Poseidon. Yeah. And that's the one where the rogue wave hits the cruise ship and the cruise ship gets flipped over. So then I'm thinking, well, I've been on a cruise. My cousins just got back from a cruise. Is this a real thing? Like, yeah. I stupid, I didn't know. So I was looking it up, and they said the biggest one recorded was 120 feet. Oh. But they said that the chances of that happening... And, like, flipping a cruise ship over is, like, very slim to none. Well, because today all the cruise ships have stabilizers on them that keep them from that's, tipping. That's still going to do damage. Well, they said that you might get, wa- like, waters, obviously, it, the wave would hit the ship, but it's not going to flip the ship over. And it w- they said Carefully. that the wave would need to be, like, 150 feet in order to flip the cruise ship oh. over. This is what I saw online, yeah. and I was looking at multiple places. Which so it would still be absolutely terrifying if you're going uh, yeah. straight for an 80-foot wave. Ah, uh, yeah. Did you watch the original Poseidon Adventure? Why do you think I would do that? Now I just want you that to was, know, you know, I do not like old movies. Uh, I, I would not watch the old Red Poseidon. Oh, who else was in that? Uh, Charlie Winters in that? Yeah, Gene Hackman. It was. It was. I can guarantee you, it was better than the Poseidon one you watched. Mm mm. Dave. Yes. Oh, I thought you had something to say. No, I do not. Oh, okay. Have you seen? You hold, it? No. hold your breath. That whole movie. Yeah. I know. It's so stressful. It really is. And then in the end, the preacher. Did they use it? Was the guy one guy a preacher? Yes, I think so. Okay, boring. No, okay. Well, I, boring. As much as I love the ocean, that is terrifying. The ocean me. is terrifying to me I'm in so general. I'm so scared of the ocean. I like to go maybe like 20 feet in, and that's... I drowned in California, so... No, you didn't. You several times. Ocean. Several times I was drowning in California. And what, who saved you? A lifeguard? No one. I had to fend for myself. We got beached because her and my friend didn't listen to jump through the wave. And I was in the middle holding both of their hands, and I'm like, we got to jump, and they didn't jump, so we got tumbled. I ended up topless, shriveled up on the beach. (laughs) Did you see there was just a man killed um, by getting slammed to the bottom uh, with a wave? He has a family of uh, four children and a wife, and a wave took him and slammed him so hard to the bottom, and it broke his his neck, and he was killed. That was me. I that wasn't you broken. because right. you're sitting right there Pretty talking. Close. Isn't it funny though how you really have to respect uh, electricity, fire, and water? True. Yeah, you really the do. A lot of times I've heard you say that. Good, it's soaking in. Matthew had a fun beach day yesterday. 
Yeah. yeah. How'd that go out in Boston? You know, we learned the lessons. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you give a, uh, give our listeners a little rundown? So we uh, Haley moved into her new apartment yesterday. We've been moving in and whatnot, um, building furniture, and there, she has a beach right across the street uh, on the ocean. And so we invited a bunch of people over and said, we're all going to go meet at the beach and take a break from moving, have some fun. And so we went, went over to the beach, and we were there for maybe an hour or so. And then uh, we all had some white claws and some beers and whatnot. We were just, there were 10 of us. We were, like, laying around. Weren't being crazy. Didn't have loud music or anything. Mm-hmm. And everyone's um, of legal age, so that's not an yeah, issue. Yeah, everyone's 22, 23. Um, and all of a sudden, three state troopers come walking up on the beach. Oof. Uh, and they they came in hot as far they were like, you know it's an arrestable offense to be consuming alcohol on this beach? And we were all like, honestly, no. Like, we just moved in. Beach, like, to have a beer on the beach, whatever. I mean, we weren't being crazy or anything. Right. Yeah. Um, and then they wrote us all a ticket. Wow. It was, they they came in, like, hot as far as they, they wanted to kind of put their foot down. Yeah. And then, like, halfway through, they had written a few tickets and whatnot. I think they sort of regretted giving us tickets because they realized that we're, we're very respectful and, like, oh, we're very sorry. Like, no one's like, yeah, we'll throw our stuff away. We just didn't know. We literally moved in a day ago. Um, but then they, they they started being all friendly and joking around. They're like, yeah, you need to go get blitz before you come to the beach. <laughs> then, yeah. And he's like, oh. or find, find yourself a Gatorade bottle. I I did just watch a show called Northwoods Law, and I think it was in Maine, and the cops just went to the beach, and they were citing people for that. But they said if it's in a cooler or we can't see it, then you're fine because uh, there's no evidence of you having it, and we're not going to ask what's in your cooler. Yeah, so we we learned our our lesson of be better at concealing it. I have a question. Uh, when you yeah. were walking up to the beach, you didn't see any signs or anything that there was no alcohol or anything like that? There was a sign, but it wasn't where we entered the beach. So gotcha. we didn't see, see the sign. But uh, More lesson learned. But I did send you a recipe. Did you see that on Facebook? Um, no, I did not. I, I tagged you. I think Haley just this morning saw it, but... It was um, you take watermelon and slice it, and you soak it in tequila for two hours, and then you sprinkle the watermelon with uh, coarse salt, and it tastes like a margarita, a strawberry margarita. Oh, interesting. Watermelon? No. A watermelon margarita. Oh, yeah. Margarita tastes like strawberry. (laughs) I was confused. (laughs) A watermelon. Yeah, you're correct. I don't know. Very interesting. It sounded kind of good, and they said you could take that anywhere, and no one would know. So yeah, there right. Go. Sounds like a way to ruin watermelon. And what did I <laughs> respond with, Matthew? And I don't really what? like watermelon, but this looks good. <laughs> I oh. hate you. I was the I don't really not like a big watermelon guy, but that looks good. Right. See, that's my line. All right, uh, I've got a couple things. I'm sorry that you were ticketed. Maybe you can appeal. You'll be good to go. And, yeah, they're uh, like they're like definitely appeal these. Yeah, for sure, appeal the tickets. Then like, why, why did they even write them? Them? Yeah. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah. Uh, we should because we're uh, always have our eye on the news. We should mention that uh, it's, it was a really sad day. We recorded this on August 4th, 
and uh, Dayton and El Paso. Uh, mm-hmm. There have been some gun mm-hmm. rampages. Uh, there are some stats. Um, gunfire ripped through America in an unprecedented, unprecedented 24 hours, and there's a bleak milestone in a nation that has been uh, a lot of gun violence. There have been 251 mass shootings in 2019. Now, a shooting spree early Sunday in the entertainment district in Dayton left at least nine dead and 16 hurt. Um, But here's an even darker statistic. It occurred on the 216th day of the year, meaning there have been more mass shootings than days so far this year. Uh, El Paso, 20 dead, 26 injured. Uh, We're not going to get into uh, gun ownership and so forth. But our hearts go out to the families of these people that lost their lives or the injured that are going to be thinking about this every time they're in a Walmart or every time they're, they go anywhere. Um, The, the archive categorizes mass shootings as incidents in which four or more people were shot and killed, not including the shooters. So, so far this year, more than 520 people have died in mass shootings and at least 2000 injured. So, uh, there's families that are hurting around the, uh, around the country and our, our heart definitely goes out to those those families, and you know what? I know there are people are messed up, and there's mental illness, and I don't know what to do. But it's uh, this is just it's a really sad time that these get this much publicity, and that these people are uh, are doing these people that are sick are doing this. I saw someone on Facebook reposted about one of the shooters, and I think and they had it linked to takeaway guns. Um, I think that that's uh, not productive because they always talk about like don't make don't let the shooter's name get or out yeah. the shooter. Mm-hmm. and I get that people are I mean I don't get it but don't want guns um, but I think that them reposting like stuff about the shooter and all that information is not helpful and it's yeah glorifying the shooter and I don't like that at all mm-hmm. you can be for a cause whatever way you swing, but don't bring the shooter into it because you're just posting his name everywhere. And at that point, some of those people are trying to get, you know, glorified, not praise, but recognition. Okay. uh, Two quick items, uh, anniversary items. Yes. On this day, August 4th, 1944, this is a sad one. Acting on a tip from a Dutch informer, the Nazi Gestapo captured 15-year-old Jewish uh, diarist Anne Frank and her family in a sealed-off area of Amsterdam, Netherlands, in a warehouse. She died less than a year later in the Bergen-Belsen concentration camp in Germany. Now, isn't it funny? Little did they know at that time how powerful her diary was going to be and just, I mean, the household name. And um, I hope that guy, that uh, the Dutch informer, is burning in hell right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay. And then on, on a uh, positive note, today is National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. Mm. The classic cookie was invented by Ruth Graves Wakefield in 1938. She invented the recipe during the period when she owned the Toll House Inn in Whitman, Massachusetts. Back then, the Toll House Inn was a popular restaurant that featured home cooking. Um, created as an accompaniment to ice cream, the chocolate chip cookie quickly became mm. the celebrated, uh, that celebrated that Betty Crocker featured it on her radio program. Okay, so there was a, here's two things we learned. There's a real Toll House for the Toll House yeah. cookies, and then there was a real Betty Crocker radio <laughs> program. Uh, on March 20th, 39, Wakefield gave Nestle the right to use her cookie recipe and the Toll House name for the price of? Oh, God. 
One dollar. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. In what year was that? That was 1939. Okay, you that's right. Oh, he said no. Idiot. 1939? I mean, come on. <laughs> How about like $500? A dollar? Oh, my gosh. Oh, Lord. Can you imagine her her descendants going, and Grandma gave it away for a buck? I know time was diff- money was different at that time, but, I mean, a dollar? Oh, come on. Yeah, that's uh, no thanks on that. Don't ever let me give any of my great ideas away yeah. for a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Like that guy. All right, well, let's wrap this one up. Matthew, we'll let you go. Be good. Stay, uh, stay on the beach, but uh, kick back, all right? Yeah, all right. All right, I love you. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, yeah. bro. Thank you. See ya. And our social media can be found at where? Uh, Facebook, the podcast family. Instagram, the podcast family. Twitter, the podcast fam. Email us at thepodcastfamily at gmail.com. We need some reviews. How are we doing? we doing good, bad, whatever? Let us know. Maybe any ideas you'd like covered for the podcast? You can send us, certainly, information and uh, rating us, telling others about us. And if you'd like to be a sponsor, we'd love to chat with you. Rookies Family Table Talk. Thank you. Who wants last word? Gabe's giving me the wrap-up sign. Conductor?